Welcome to Max and the Supply Chain Heroes, your entrepreneurial podcast about challenges and changes in procurement and distribution in the context of digitalization. Thoughts, experiences, and above all, findings by experts in supply chain management. Completely free of any consultancy mission, easy, understandable, just plain business perspective. I'm Max Meister, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to a new crossover podcast by Max and the Supply Chain Heroes. My today's guest is uh, Tom Gale, and uh, he's interviewing me and uh, wanted to have some insights about uh, Ludwig Meister and our distribution business in Germany. I think it's interesting because you can get some inspiration out of the discussion. If you have um, special questions that are not answered in this podcast, please just write me an email to max at supplychainheroes.com. And now I wish you interesting 25 minutes. Have fun. Welcome to this edition of Disrupting Distribution, MDM's podcast about all things distribution. My guest this week is Max Meister. He's a CEO of Ludwig Meister, based in Munich, Germany. And uh, Max was a guest of ours in 2018. He spoke at our analytics conference and had a great story about his journey for his third-generation family company from really in terms of uh, bringing both digital and analytics into the company. And uh, and we're here today just to learn a little bit more about that story. Welcome, Max. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm happy to uh, make a podcast with you. And uh, and the delightful thing is I'm in Munich today with Max and, and had a tour of his company and uh, been a very gracious host and it's been really uh, fascinating to see uh, in person all the things that's uh, taking place in this company. So uh, just to start out, Max, tell us, uh, give us a little bit of background about Ludwig Meister and, and yourself as well, please. Yeah, so let's start with the company. It's a family-owned company, a third generation. Uh, I'm driving the business together with my sister and uh, Gerd Meyer. I think, um, yeah, maybe product split is, the uh, biggest part is uh, power transmission products, and then we have uh, fluidics and tools. Our biggest uh, customer uh, segment is uh, OE customers with maybe more than 60% of our turnover. And uh, the rest is uh, MRO and a smaller part is distribution to distribution. What uh, we try to do is, uh, as always, we try to make our homework and uh, work on the backwards or back part of the business, backbone, and uh, to get it working to make our customers happy. For me personally, I am a mechanical engineer, but frankly speaking, I'm not using um, my skills in this way uh, anymore. So today I'm responsible for uh, our IT, logistics, uh, purchasing, workshop, and business development. And uh, I think this is uh, a part that is quite uh, well established in our company. So you will hear this later on maybe. And how many locations and employees in the company? Uh, in total, we have uh, about uh, 300 employees and 11 locations. Until today, we have also stock in all the locations and a shop. But the biggest part is uh, our central warehouse here in Dachau, where we pick between 75 and 80% of our turnover. So as, as I've learned more about today, uh, your story is a really interesting one in terms of really integrating both digital and analytics uh, from purchasing to the customer in, in very discreet ways in the company. Can, can you tell, tell us a little bit about that story? Uh, yeah, actually, we started in 2009 to really digitalize our purchasing department that we founded in 2009. 
And uh, today, uh, with uh, five full-time equivalents, we make uh, almost uh, 50% of our purchasing volume. And uh, the share is growing. And I think we can only do this because of all the tools we made. And I'm very happy that we started in purchasing to really program uh, our own software because we were able to really adapt it to the needs of a distributor. And uh, we, we change it almost every week. And it's just small steps. But if you do the steps uh, every week, and this is our goal, then you can uh, reach a great distance over the years. And later on, we had a big project here in the logistics. Uh, the heart of our logistics is the auto store system, and uh, it's uh, consisting of 26 robots uh, picking bins, and, and the bins are stacked on each other, 24 bins high. And the good thing is that also here we designed the software by ourselves. And um, to be honest, I had no clue in the beginning uh, about automation and all the ideas we had uh, for the software were uh, implemented. And then we realized that we have to change many things. And you, you only see it when you really are working with this kind of software. And uh, yeah, this was the second part where we really started with uh, own uh, software development. One of the things that uh, that you showed me today here was uh, around your whole inventory management system and, and the robotic system. And I th think what you told me was that when you first put this into place, it was you were like the fourth one to implement this in Germany, and now there's many more have implemented it. Um, talk a little bit about what that system looks like. Yeah, actually, the general technique is really you have a aluminum grid where the robots drive on top. Uh, maybe five to six meters height. And we have 40,000 bins in stacks uh, with uh, each 24 bins on top of, of each other. And if the robot needs the lowest one, he has to pick away uh, 23 boxes. Mm -hmm. But statistically, we only have to do this once a day. So even though it takes maybe eight minutes, it's not a big problem because the system automatically optimizes itself so we make about 80% of our turnover with the four highest uh, layers. Yeah, And you still have a traditional part of the warehouse, but it's much smaller. It's really for those large parts that can't fit into the, uh, into the, the cubic uh, area for that. Yeah, on, on an average day, we have 79% of our turnover picked uh, out of the auto store system. And for us, the greatest uh, achievement was we realized when we started with this project that we have more than 100 uh, customer-specific processes in our logistics. And uh, to be honest, I wasn't aware of that fact. So we started with one process and we integrated all the other processes. So uh, today we have two different picking processes for 100 uh, customized wishes. <laughs> uh, so we do, for example, all the drop shipment with the same process, with the same people, and uh, you cannot make a fault and forget the customized labeling or packaging. So you started out in purchasing, and then you uh, automated and, and brought the, 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 the digital to um, the logistics part of this. What, what was the next step for you? Uh, the next step was uh, also a combination between logistics and purchasing because we started tracking the performance of our suppliers fully automatic in the receiving area. So today I know by second uh, how long I need for checking and counting products from which supplier and if the delivery performance is good or not good. And we save it in the same database where we have all the other data. And the good thing is that we can now make a real uh, supplier evaluation. And 
I think this was a good step to use analytics uh, to really uh, create value for uh, Ludwig Meister in that case. And you're doing this by specific product line, correct? Yeah. yeah. So it, you can you're not just doing it for uh, overall supplier shipments. It, you're actually doing this line by line. I know uh, line by line in uh, purchasing uh, or in the receiving area uh, how long it takes us. And I also know uh, by second how long it takes us to pick and uh, pack the product. So, for example, for one of the biggest uh, bearing uh, suppliers for of ours, uh, if you buy a bearing at Ludwig Meister, it is in average uh, 60.5 seconds in human's hands. Hmm. So this is, I think, a, a great achievement. Yeah. Um. Talk a little bit then where you, where you went from there. Yeah, uh, from then on we said we, we have done our homework in the background and now we want to start improve our e-business part. And uh, we have done a great webshop development and uh, the development of the turnover also in the webshop I think is uh, quite good, could be faster, but I think the development is uh, okay. And uh, we tried also to really improve all the capabilities we have for EDI connections or uh, OCI connections because this is a big part of our business. And uh, this is what we call e-business at Ludwig Meister. So it's not only the web shop, uh, it's, it's a big part. Mm-hmm. And um, I think here the infrastructure today is very good because, for example, an EDI connection can be established at Ludwig Meister within one week. And it's the same with OCI. So what we are working on at the moment is a configurator for OCI connections so that our customers can do this by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, uh, whenever this happens, the first time I will invite the whole team for dinner, but I don't uh, know if it really happens. But the good thing is, if it's uh, that uh, customizable, uh, you, you can adapt to the customer. And this is important for us because we cannot dictate a market uh, standard. Then there's the final piece on this, and that's around, um, and you mentioned a little bit in terms of the customer and really uh, creating a closer relationship with the customer. Um, Talk about the CRM piece of what you built into this. Yeah, we have uh, um, developed our own CRM system because our goal was we don't want to have uh, lists of lists of lists with customer data and potential turnover. We want to have specific tasks for inside sales, outside sales, and branch managers. And the idea is that we fully automatic track the buying behavior of our um, customers and we combine it with data we create. So, for example, we know for every item uh, we have in Ludwig Meister, and that are 2.5 million different items, we know the lead time because we calculate it fully automatic. And the good thing is when we see, for example, that the lead time for a certain product is increasing and we have, on the other hand, a customer that is buying this very frequently, we create the task for the inside sales guy to really call this customer, ask these five questions and try to get a contract. And what we see is that all the triggers where we really create value for the customer, not only for Ludwig Meister, but for the customer, they are very successful. And the adoption rate uh, is maybe uh, at 70% at the moment. So uh, 70% of the triggers we calculate and what we analyze, we can add value for the customer. And that's the only question we want to answer. So what's really interesting to me about this is is that, um, and we talked before, you created a single database essentially that really is driving your whole business. That's that's an integrated database around product, around customer. Um, 
and and then you built your own software essentially at, at each part of this to really tap in. So um, w- would you recommend other distributors to try that approach? I mean, it goes against the grain of what most distributors do in terms of their, they'll go out, they'll buy a, a standard ERP uh, system, business system, and then they'll start adding on other uh, capabilities that they need. Um, I think uh, the biggest or the biggest difference uh, is uh, to our approach is the best of breed uh, approach. So that you buy a Salesforce or other uh, SaaS platforms, and they are real specialists in stock planning or in EDI connections and stuff like this. But for us. Um, I don't know if it's working for other distributors, but for Ludwig Meister, the best advantage was that we try to go step by step and not uh, think about big projects and they take two years and uh, they will never be implemented. Uh, What we do is we try to keep every project as small as possible because then it's realistic that it will work. And uh, I think this approach is working for uh, almost every company. And for us, Step by step, week by week, uh, it, it worked very well. And the status we have today with one database where all the data is in from logistics, from purchasing, from e-commerce, from uh, accounting and from sales, this is a, a big advantage because it's easier to analyze the data if you have it structured in one database. But this was also a journey. Uh, it was not a decision where I painted a perfect picture how uh, we would do it. We arrived at the uh, current state by uh, many small decisions and we always try to adapt and uh, to really uh, be flexible. And I think this is the biggest point. So I can uh, recommend to other distributors try to make projects as small as possible and uh, don't compare with the big guys. Compare with yourself last week. Um. Final piece, and we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, what's the impact of Amazon business in Germany and, and for your company in, uh, specifically? Um, until today, I only know of one customer that is really using Amazon business. I'm quite sure that they are successful and uh, they, they find a lot of customers. Uh, if you look on detail on our customer base, uh, we have some customers that are very vulnerable for uh, Amazon business. I think standard MRO products uh, where you just need the best price and uh, best availability. But if you look on the customer uh, relations we have uh, some and sometimes very deep integrations in the systems and the stock planning, I think there it will be difficult for Amazon. If you look at the market uh, in the U.S., I think that you have now the situation we will have in three years. So they will pick up speed, they will uh, win contracts, and they will increase the pressure on the distributors and on the margins. But we, we had a conversation earlier today, and you said to me, I'm less worried today than I, about Amazon business than I was three years ago. Why? Because um, we try to uh, sell availability to our customers, meaning solving their problems our, our customers will have in one year. We are not the, the best in selling uh, one piece as cheap as possible today. We want to be, have the availability our customers need in uh, one year, one and a half years for specific uh, parts with long lead times. And I think that the strengths we gained over the last couple of years in analytics and also in e-business combined with our CRM 
we can uh, still win some shares at uh, customers we don't even uh, know today. So I'm, I don't know if this works out, but I'm quite sure that at least we have done all the homework that is possible to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, two quick questions. What's the next thing in terms of development and, and moving your company forward? Um, we have two points. First is uh, I want to become better in pricing. Uh, so we tested a lot in pricing and uh, we weren't very successful. So uh, this will be uh, one big rock we want to move this year. And uh, the other one is because I learned this on the event I've been uh, to at MDM Analytics last year, we definitely want to improve the education for our employees. Because uh, the world is so complex, the software tools getting more complex, the products are complex, and sales techniques uh, have to be trained regularly. And I think that it's uh, not enough to do this once a year and hope that everybody is remembering it for 365 days. But I think we have to do it regularly. And these two points uh, are the the big things we want to get better this year. Final question. uh, What do you like to do when you're not working here? Um, uh, Different stuff. So uh, as always, spending time with the family and having fun. And uh, I have another passion and that's uh, off-road driving. So I'm uh, driving and co-driving a Land Rover Defender. So at the moment, I'm the co-pilot of my wife, and we drive competitions. And uh, this is a, a great way of team play. And uh, as you know, I'm always complaining that uh, your dates uh, of the conferences are outside of the NBA season, because I would be happy to watch some games. But um, yeah, for me, really, it's, uh, it, I like uh, off-road driving, uh, doing stuff with the family, and watching NBA games. Yeah. Um, how do you do with being a backseat driver? <laughs> well, I guess your front seat, your navigator. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I really like it because what we do is this is very hardcore off-road. So that means we have three winches, and uh, sometimes you have to use three winches at the same time. So going front, back, and outside of the top, and you need a, a, a good uh, skill in physics and geometry to to get uh, everything right. And uh, yeah, f- for me, it's when, when I'm successful in that case with my wife or with other teammates, I really uh, like the feeling of being successful in a team. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. In Germany, you call it off-roading. Uh, off-roading. In Colorado, we call it mountain climbing. Yeah. <laughs> Max, thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And um, yeah, it was interesting talking to you. Thanks. Thanks.